Hello everyone, welcome to Got to Start Somewhere, the podcast where I, Maddie Holmes, have open and honest conversations each week, exploring what it really means to start something new for the first time. This podcast is me also starting somewhere, trying to figure out the trials and tribulations of what it's like being a 20-something and figuring out where you want to go in the world, but also now during a pandemic. Uh, I've really enjoyed recording this series. My guests have been absolutely amazing. All the interviews have taken place remotely. And do not forget to uh, bless your little ears with my content and uh, go on Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your podcasts to listen to all the weekly episodes. Hi guys, and welcome to the first episode of this new series, Got to Start Somewhere. Today I am joined with Katie Knight, otherwise known as Knight's Bites. And um, she's next to a student who is, her business is really hot on the scene at the moment and is selling every kind of brownie you could imagine from salted caramel popcorn to s'mores brownie to cherry chocolate orange. Um, and I just wanted to chat with her today to find out the inside kind of process of how you start a business, um, the kind of issues and difficulties with that and the joys of that when it works and it goes right. And yeah, Katie, welcome. Hi. Hi. First of all, I just wanted to ask you why brownies? It's obviously very specific. Why not kind of broaden up and open up to lots of other different pastries and cakes as well? Well, obviously I'm finishing final year at uni. So, I mean, maybe in the future I'll expand and go into cookies and go into other things. But um, I have worked, well, I used to work at Boston Tea Party and I used to be the baker there and I made brownies there and I thought I could kind of experiment with that and see what I could make and yeah and I decided to stick with it there's quite a lot of scope um, for different flavors so that yeah that's why I chose brownies really mm-hmm. who doesn't love a good brownie anyway yeah they are they are a classic um so when did this journey begin for you because I'm interested like you said so you worked in Boston Tea Party but did you do much baking before then and when when was there kind of a switch of you thinking actually I could do this as a, a, like as a, a full-time thing um, I think I'm kind of like the classic person who says I've always baked, but I, I have genuinely always baked since I was, since I was little. Um, and I used to be um, a barista at Boston Tea Party and then kind of fell into the kitchen as a baker. Um, and then as I, I was progressing there, I just loved it more and more and more. Um, and yeah, and then I kind of was thinking over lockdown right at the start, I, was like, I just, I love this, like I love baking why not just see what I could do and it kind of exploded to be honest I never I'm so overwhelmed with how well it's been going um I really didn't expect it to go this well how are you so now yeah it's really taking off lots of people are putting in orders um yeah. how are you managing the higher demand of orders because obviously you are a student you have a degree going on as well um and so I can imagine organization is kind of crucial to balance it all yeah definitely I think it's just a case of time management really um like my normal kind of day consists of waking up making some brownies do a bit of uni work go home make more brownies if I've got time again I'll do a bit more uni work um yeah and then like build boxes I think it's difficult because there's a lot of behind the scenes things I don't think people necessarily are aware of um when you kind of start a business and it's just you um so I think that is the kind of main thing that takes a lot of my time yeah what kind of examples of the little things that people don't I think yeah it's just like obviously I need to buy ingredients 
pack boxes, build boxes, write labels, bake brownies, cut brownies. Like there's a lot of process like steps. And I think I don't know. I definitely was naive to that. Um, yeah, and like customer uh, interaction as well. That's a big one. Social media. Like there's so many things that go into it. Um, that I definitely kind of took for granted when I buy anything ever. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. The brownies are very different in terms of ingredients. And so it's not necessarily like you can just batch cook a load of like plain ones. Like the, yeah. the ingredients is within the brownies themselves. Mm -hmm. Like I found yesterday when I um, ate one of the Terry's chocolate orange ones, there's actual Terry's chocolate orange within the, la like the layers of the brownies. Yeah. yeah, you have to, I guess, make individual batches of everything yeah and i i only have one oven so i can only cook a maximum of 24 brownies at a time and i'm making an average 90 brownies a day so it is insane um yeah. and also just tell me about the kind of like other branches you've kind of recently been um you did a taster event at pura vida the, a new coffee shop yeah. um extra how did that go yeah, so Pivida from the start have been amazing with me. Um, I was just, as soon as they opened up, um, I kind of went in and was getting coffee there. And then one day I was just really bored. I was like, why don't you, you know, I've done my market research. I'm, I can wholesale you the cheapest brownies, like locally, will you stop them? And they were like, yeah, sure, why not? And since then it's really, it's been a really, really good partnership. Um, they allowed me the space for the taste event for my Halloween flavours for uh, October. Um, I was meant to have one in November, but obviously that's kind of been cancelled, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping to make it a monthly thing. Um, yeah, and then another uh, cafe on the quay called Vegbox. Um, there, they contacted me and asked whether I'd be make some like bespoke blondies for them. Um, so I've done that recently. That they are also available to buy online, but they're just kind of two flavors by niche. Um, so yeah, so it's kind of, I've seen it recently change from just my friends buying brownies to actually like, wholesaling brownies to cafes. It's, it's really, it is really cool. I think the key thing as well is you're very aware of engagement. I think that's also been from what I've like seen of you on your like social media presence. Like there's an element of your success is to do with the, how you interact with your customers and how you listen to them. And I think these taster events is a really good indicator of that because you're actually think, trying to do that market research and understand how to like make the most of your business. Yeah, definitely. Like custom, at the end of the day, the customers are the people who will buy and who will keep a business going. Um, so you've got to listen to them. Um, the, the polls, I'm running a competition at the moment for Design Your Own Brownie for Christmas. Um, and that has been amazing. Like the engagement I've had with that has been so, so um, like massive. Loads of people get involved, which is really nice to see. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, you've got, got to listen to the customers. And I, I really enjoy engaging with people, so it's, it's okay. I, I really like that side of it. And you've also, um, you also were getting involved with um, extra sports teams as well. At one point I saw on your Instagram, you were kind of baking for the rugby, rugby girls. Yeah, so actually one of my good friends plays for... Um, Extra Chiefs, the female uh, team, and um, she's been amazing. She's been plugging them left, right, and centre. Mm -hmm. Extra Chiefs, and um, yeah, I'm I'm 
I used to play hockey for the for the uni, um, and my girlfriend plays for the cricket. Um, so I definitely try and get involved in sport because it is a massive part of my life as well. Um, I you know, like it's a great post workout treat, nice brownie. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and so, what is your delivery process for orders? Because are you at the moment delivering them yourself around Exeter? Yeah. Can you also deliver yeah. delivering? out of extra as well like are you delivering to other towns as well yeah so i do uk first class royal mail um all boxes go out as well and um, i'm looking into trying to extend that to ireland as well because i've had quite a bit of interest in um shipping to ireland which is quite cool um but at the moment through lockdown especially uh, i'm doing all um free walking deliveries um for exeter because you know it's it's a bit trying to just spread a bit of happiness in this time at the moment and yeah so free walking delivery and extra at the moment and yeah I am delivering them all myself um my friends come and help me as and when um they can but um yeah it is I'll do a lot more steps (laughs) and I think during this pandemic you um have a business that is very much got possible it is possible to thrive in because you're doing deliveries and um i just want to talk a little bit about your lockdown experience with baking because obviously baking was a huge pastime (laughs) in the first wave of lockdown i know for sure myself i was baking a lot of things i never would have necessarily tried to do otherwise in lockdown did you relax did you completely stop like working on your business or did you find it as a time to really enhance your business model and practice baking more brownies um i definitely baked a lot of things over lockdown i yeah 100 percent um i've always kind of found a home in baking it's always been a really really good pastime for me um for my mental health which obviously during lockdown was difficult for everyone it was a very difficult period so kind of baking was really necessary for me to you know try and keep a smile on my face during that really hard time um and yeah, I definitely experimented. It was when I was trying to perfect my um, my kind of standard base brownie recipe. Um, I was quite fortunate in the sense that I had a couple friends who were um, in Exeter, so um, I was able when restrictions got um, lifted slightly. I, they were they were my taste testers, definitely. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really kind of appreciated that time to experiment in the kitchen and see what I could come up with and that was another thing I was going to lead on to was how do you keep them super fudgy like are you allowed to reveal your secret <laughs> secret methods or ingredients but I've I just that was one thing that stood out to me yesterday when I was lucky enough to buy some and, and try some and they're just they're super super fudgy and they've got that lovely like hard crispy topping but then gooey inside so I would say the trick, two tricks, main tricks to brownies. Good quality chocolate is definitely key. Um, my chocolate um, is from a company called Cabo, um, and they're phenomenal. Um, and then the second trick is really whisk your eggs and sugar together because then you get a nice, like, quick, um, crinkly top. And yeah, so they're the two tips I'd say to anyone who wants to go and give brownies a go in the kitchen. And what do you use for your vegan brownies when eggs aren't being used? Um, I actually, um, I've experimented quite a few different things. I've tried chia seeds and um, water to use a chia egg, um, which is currently what I'm using. Um, I've used like egg replacers. Um, 
I've used soy milk um, and a little bit of apple cider vinegar. So I've, I've kind of experimented. Um, I'm really happy with how the cheese chia eggs are coming out at the moment. Um, I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with vegan brownies. Um, so it's, um, yeah, definitely chia eggs at the moment are the way I'm doing. But obviously, if people have an allergy to that, then I'll use one of my other ones, so soy milk or um, egg replacer in general. And do you live with other students at the moment as well at university? I don't. I am by myself in a flat, which is probably a blessing in disguise um, for the amount of time I spend in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. And I was going to say, like, how do you tempt yourself? And if you were living with other people, how do they tempt themselves not to constantly eat the batter? Wow. Yeah, exactly. I am um, my um, girlfriend's house. They, I will always just go and deliver them brownies and they will eat them up um, very quickly. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, so tell me something that you um, like. What have you found the trickiest in your experience so far of Night's Bites? What have you um, what has come as a, as a surprise to you or a, a, an issue for you in terms of the business model? Can you give an example of when something hasn't gone right and how you've worked around it? Um, I think um, it's been difficult. Time management definitely has been quite a difficult one um, because I am a fourth year um, and what well, final years in general at uni is, is very intense. Um, so kind of managing that um, has been really, really tough. Um, but as well, just I've had a few issues with postage. Um, I've had to trial and error a lot with um, trying to make sure that brands are delivered in like, as good a condition as possible. Um, I do use like fragile stickers on the boxes, but sometimes um, they still get um, completely like destroyed. I've had a few messages where people have said that and um, I was absolutely, as soon as it goes to the post service, there's absolutely nothing I can do. I just pray that it gets there um, in a good condition. Um, so yeah, mainly postage and time management have been the hardest things to kind of overcome. Yeah. And um, as you said at the beginning, you have a Christmas brownie contest going on at the moment. Um, when mm -hmm. is, is the deadline finished for that? Or is um, still um, put in suggestions? Yeah, so people can put in suggestions until the 20th. Um, I am doing it in like a tree kind of tree format, so two pair off and the winner then pairs off against another one and so forth, so forth, so forth. Um, had some really, really um, crazy ideas so far. Like a, um, I'm really excited to see what one wins actually. I'm excited to get that on the shelves. And um, t yeah, please tell the listeners, how can they find you and how can they get involved with um, what you're doing? Um, so Facebook, Instagram, um, I'm at nights.bytes. Um, Instagram is where the main um, action happens in terms of social media. Um, but definitely, definitely follow that page. Um, there's loads of polls going on. I've had quite a lot of feedback saying that people are loving the polls to decide which brownie is going to be the winner. Um, so don't miss out on that. And it's, re it's really cool seeing the engagement. And that's just growing and growing, really. So yeah, definitely hit up Instagram. And um, of course, I guess success is um, in the eye of the of the beholder. But obviously, there ha there is a pandemic still going on. We are in a second lockdown. Um, if you want, I'd still really like to talk about your kind of mission to get to the Exeter Christmas Fair. Um, so yeah, do you want to talk a little bit about that? 
Yeah, definitely. So I did I did start a crowdfunder to try and um, get me to the Christmas market because I was offered the opportunity to have a small chalet, which would have been amazing. Unfortunately, um, recently we have been told that that is not going ahead. Um, however, I still actually have a one-day Christmas market uh, happening on the 12th of December down the quay, which I'm really excited about. Obviously, um, a bit disappointing that the, like, the two-week-long market is not going to happen because that would have been an amazing experience opportunity to grow learn um but the one day one I'm really excited about and I'm kind of toying with the idea of doing a virtual online Christmas market for two weeks um to see whether I could do that um a bit like how I'm doing lockdown brownies so I every day I'll just post all the brownies I've got and then people just message me claim them and then I'll um deliver them so I'm thinking of potentially doing that for two weeks every day when uni closes maybe or in like the last week of uni um yeah so maybe yeah definitely keep an eye out for a virtual christmas market coming from night spots hopefully and i think that's the thing as well isn't it this pandemic has taught everyone um to adapt and find new ways to kind of get around those obstacles and still um make progress um what do you think um, is um the future for your business in terms of like where do you want ideally where would you want to take it um i mean ideally i just i would love love to have a cafe i'd love to have a little bakery um i'm currently i don't really know whether i want to go more down the wholesale route or more down the cafe bakery route um because the wholesaling has been a really really valuable valuable experience um and i you know the more i can grow there the better as well um but as well I think I I just want to kind of share my love for baking as well so it would be really cool to have a little bakery have a space where people can come in and bake and learn and um and yeah with the brownies the brownies on there as well I don't I've got a few ideas in in the pipeline but I don't really know quite yet where it's going to go and do you think hopefully throughout the rest of your year obviously as you were saying earlier fourth year is only going to get more intense as the months go on after Christmas do you see yourself potentially putting it on hold and then finish getting your degree done and then like starting a big kind of like future career project and baking afterwards Mm, I don't know I think at the moment I don't know how much more I can grow currently with uni um I think I might have hit my peak in terms of how (laughs) much I can grow um whilst I'm at university um but I'm I love it I absolutely love it um and I just want I do want to just keep growing so I think university will happen but at the moment my my priorities are as well massively in that spots because I just get so much joy out of it it makes me so happy um and you know I'm still doing uni and I will still do uni I will get my degree I'm sure but at the moment, Night's Bites has given me so much happiness that I don't want to let that go. And has there been diversity in your customers in terms of, um, I saw on your what, an Instagram post the other day that you um, baked for a little boy's birthday um, and baked 32 brownies or whatever for a little boy's birthday to take into school. Yeah, so I've actually had a, a massive range of people um, from uh, next week I'm dropping off brownies at a mental health um um, charity um, and they're getting box of nine brownies um, every week throughout lockdown which is amazing because they're so open from I had a drop of 60 brownies at a school 
um, at the start of October to the boys' birthday party. Um, it really has been like completely um, a massive variety of people who have got in touch with me and asked for um, brownies, yeah. And other than the actual like baking, um, what would you say is the other department of running your business that you enjoy the most? Like, what do you um, prefer to like out of all of the you know the budgeting, the finance, the marketing, the yeah, the branding, all of that kind of thing? Um, definitely customer interaction. I love it. Um, yeah, definitely that kind of social media marketing kind of side to it. Um, I really do like creating posts and. And seeing people engage with them and getting in touch with me so yeah i, I like the customer interaction side to it do you um, follow any other big baking extra like foodie accounts yeah so there's actually the extras grown massively in my four years i've been here in terms of like indie businesses and um local food businesses christie's kitchen they have a phenomenal range of vegan cupcakes and um, there's a donut um a donut um, business they're really like there's so many um local businesses my friend actually is just trying to start the brownie business as well um yeah there's so many in extern i think that's really really lovely to see um the kind of shop local um in extra grow um, more and more and other than obviously your own um where would you say is the second best brownie in extra <laughs> to be fair exploding bakery do phenomenal brownies um they have got a, a very very good range and they are extremely local next to central station so yeah exploding bakery great um thank you so much for talking to me this has been a wonderful first episode to kickstart the series um as katie said you can find her on at nights.bytes on instagram and facebook <laughs> um and get involved with her christmas baking competition and yeah, definitely. virtual fair um, thank you so much thank you